and welcome to the Fleet Geeks podcast. We're here to help develop fleet and transport professionals. Do you want to progress and develop your skills and knowledge? We promise to bring lively conversation and debate around interesting issues and keep you bang up to date with changes in our awesome industry. The Fleet Geeks are a community of professionals and if you enjoy the podcast, why not join the discussion for free in the Fleet Geek community over on Facebook. Okay, so the red light's rolling again, and we're, all three of us are here once again, and uh, we, we're going to do a quick one here, because we, we've it's not long since we've recorded uh, a podcast around roller brake testing, and actually we had a bit of a brainwave whilst we were doing it. Why not just have a bit of a chat about what we look for on maintenance sheets, PMI yeah. sheets, uh, and top tips on, on things to look out for. So uh, I think this will be quite an interesting, quick little uh, bit of value for listeners. So uh, guys, yeah, what sort of stuff are we looking for for PMI sheets? Well, first of all, vehicle registration and date, massively important. <laughs> You'd be yeah. surprised. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'd be surprised. Yeah. Um, to space or not to space, by the way. That's ooh. a big question, isn't it? Mm. Space, like, so that's always gripped my shit a little yeah. bit. The, so, I don't know, uh, ZZ72, space, space, last yeah. three digits, or yeah. not space. No, like, I'd go space. no. I'd go no. Ooh. Yeah, ooh. so it's not What about you? Deciding vote on this. I'll be honest, no space for me as well. Oh, no, I'm definitely space. space. Yeah. yeah, there you go, see. Oh, you're going to tell Personal me next, preference. No, no Continental 7s. <laughs> What's yeah. that, no Continental 7s? Seven? 7 with a stripe, with a line. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I, yeah, do, yeah. I do that. I do that. I do that. I do that. No, I, see, I always used to, and I got out of the habit. Ooh. Out of habit. Brexit. Not but even, uh, even my brother used to do a, a strike through a zero. Yeah. Oh, we tried through a zero, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, a lot of foreign language students I see will do a strike through a zero as a... Yeah. In, in reality, in reality, space. if you want to be exact, it does make it clear it's a zero, though, doesn't it? It does, yeah. yeah. Rather low, yeah. yeah. And and the same with striking a seven as well, because it does make it clear. Because you know, a seven could sometimes be so yeah, a one, two, two, example. two or one. But yeah. So why no space then? Yeah. Why am I the only space? I, I think it looks neater. I'll be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I just, OCD. I, yeah, I think uh, I think there's less margin for error. Oh, so if, okay. if we just said yeah. no space, there's no, it's, it's something less to have to remember. I, I guess okay. is how it operates yeah. in my head. That's an idiot. I reckon we should do a poll for that. We can get two out of this because space or no space. Uh, and then the other one for me is how do you remember a vehicle? Like I know from years ago, if I see an old vehicle that I once had in a fleet, I would know from the registration number. Definitely, but I yeah. would know, like let's say ZZT. Um, yeah, the, la- the 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 letters. Um, that's how I would know it. I don't yeah. know if everybody's the same. Yeah, I'll Definitely, remember yeah. vehicles. Yeah, because yeah. often often the front end is like uh, if you have got sister vehicles. Yeah. And are they sister or brother vehicles? Ooh. I would say they're sister, they're sister vehicles, we're aren't they? All right? sorts here, but aren't we? Anyway, oh no, I was going to say we're opening a rock yeah. can of worms. So we thought this was going to be a quick one. But anyway, so like you you might have ZZ seventy two, and then you've got a suite of vehicles. Uh, a family, a yes. family of yeah. sisters them all in a block, of yeah. beautiful sisters, all together with the same starting four digits, and then you just refer to them yeah, on the yeah. last three. ZZT, ZZL, ZZR, yeah, yeah, and then it always gets me on edge because if you like, I don't know, like so they'll miss out if you hit like an I, there won't be an I, so you kind of have to jump one, and that gets me a bit on edge. So you got G to H and then to J, and no I in the middle. Now that's why I'm a spacer because I just read the last three. Well, there you go. Your, your argument's winning at the minute oh, already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah back, like back to the service sheet. Anyway, anyway, yeah, back to service the sheet. Back to the value. Interesting to know what you think about that. Yeah. Are you a spacer or not? Yeah, to yeah, space, yeah. To, to space or not to space. That is the question. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. So yeah, PMIs. Yeah. Also, the name of the garage that's done the work on the top of the service sheet. I think yeah. that's really important. The people yeah. that have done it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, great for an audit trial. And obviously, then all the check items. Um, yeah. They're generally 
all much muchness, aren't they, really? Yeah. Is it the responsibility of a TM to ensure that his maintenance provider, his or her, sorry, maintenance provider, I need to make sure I'm uh, gender neutral there, um, is it their responsibility to ensure that their garage is including everything on a PMI that's required, or is it the garage's responsibility? Oh, it's the operator all the time, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Yeah. And that's something to check, isn't it? It is, yeah. Just yeah, on a very basic level, yeah. is to ensure that your uh, maintenance provider is actually checking everything that should yeah, be on the PMI. should be on the PMI. You've, you've submitted that as a part of your application process, so you mm. should be using the same form that you submitted. Um, mm. Yeah, so definitely, definitely down to the the TM and, and to make sure all the boxes that relevant boxes are ticked. Yeah. Which often aren't. No, no, no you, do, you do see some NAs, tables, yeah, NAs, NAs or some NA, empty NA, boxes. Yeah. yeah. Very that's often you see empty boxes, mm. isn't that? And, you know, that, I think that's the same with the driver walk around check as well. You know, make sure you, you know, it's appropriate. You know, make sure the walk around check is appropriate to the, to the vehicle. Yeah, yeah and it so actually covers everything yeah. that is required to be covered. Okay, yeah. cool. So you're checking that. Um, what else? What else do we look for? We have the, uh, probably the, um, Brake pad thickness and stuff like that, so that could, yep. could raise potential issues going forward. Mm -hmm. You could, you, mm -hmm. know, you, you could look at that, and you've got twenty percent wear. You can perhaps know the next couple of uh, couple of uh, PMIs that's going to be an issue that's coming forward. Yeah, and uh, it's worth checking them against previous ones is, as well yeah. to make sure Definitely, that we're looking yeah, at yeah. the wear rate. I'm sure we've all seen on tires as well as well as brake pads. We've all seen them grow <laughs> from one, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. one inspection yeah. to another. So that means. You know, if you started off with a, a, a you know five mil thickness, and then the next service you have, next inspection you have ten mil thickness. You've, well, the <laughs> absolute result, isn't it? Yeah, brake pads that have, got some know. magic rubber. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hi, it's Pete from Flagship Partners. We're really proud to sponsor the Fleet Geeks podcast. Flagship Partners offer a range of consultancy and training services to ensure that our customers remain compliant and have the best possible knowledge to be able to fulfil their work. If you're interested in support with any of our safety, HR or compliance services, or you want to train to be a transport manager or need driver CPC training, give us a call today. Well, non-friction, like... What's the opposite of friction? I don't know what the opposite of friction is. We're really getting really physics now. Slippery. But yeah, what's the opposite of friction? To add rubber to, uh, uh, to a tyre, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. but uh, really important. Another thing with, with the actual defects itself is looking through for driver reportable defects as well. That's yeah. massive, that's isn't a, it? That's and that, bit, that's, a big, that's a big focus for the DVSA now, isn't it? It is, it's yeah. It should be there. for operators as well because... Yeah. And unfortunately, it's education because most drivers know that that bulbs out, but they've gone in there. Oh, I'm on service tonight, and, and I just told drivers, "Look, yeah, great, you told the, the service desk about it, but yeah. just note it down it as needs well." To be as defect, yeah. yeah, absolutely, yeah. What would you do with that information, though? So, a driver detectable defect found by your maintenance provider. What, what's the next step? I note that you spoke to the driver. Yeah, I, I just tend to have a chat with the driver initially and make a note yeah, of it, and then, and then the next one, if it happens. Again, quite rapidly, you might be looking at a letter of concern, letter of concern or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah and then uh, and then you just sort of escalate it from there, don't you? But it's a big part of falls now, isn't it? That's yeah, something the yeah, auditors look do, for yeah. for falls. Yeah, um, it will be a part of earned recognition to ensure. You know, obviously managing managing driver reportable defects is a whole other podcast where we look at gate checks and things. But this then falls part it of it. It's kind of one of those crossover it. things, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's a good tool to have, isn't it, to manage your drivers, really? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, there's, uh, there's 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 lots of things to think about, and I think making sure that the so one of the other things, which is really simple, but making sure that the technician has actually signed off the service yeah. sheet and that his supervisor, uh, you know, the competent person has signed it off. 
and that the repairs have been completed, not just sometimes you'll get reported wrote on a service sheet. Mm. Like, Who's that reported to? Yeah. yeah. So no, the exactly. operator's got to be reading that because although it says reported, that is their reporting. Yeah. 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 The monitored. Monitored. Yeah. Monitored. Yeah. Everything's monitored. Oil leak monitor. Continue to monitor. Yeah. Yeah. It's either yeah. a defect yeah. or not. When's it a semi defect? And I think I think that's when you have to have a robust conversation with your maintenance provider around how they're categorising defects. Definitely. And uh, what you're, you know, what you're willing to accept and aren't willing to accept. Yeah, I used to have a very dear old uh, guy I used to work with, uh, and he used to always uh, say, "See how it develops." <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's a classic, uh, classic one. But you know, is that is that a defect or not? Is it just a hard Te- technician? <laughs> technician should be taught to, I think, right, right. For example, uh, roadworthy. Please check at next service. Yeah. You know, generally that when they sign it off, it's a signature of roadworthy. They are signing that say that it's roadworthy, but I think it, it's important they use the right yeah. language when yeah. they're writing yeah. defects, isn't it? And and clarify what the defect is because what what is that defect? I what hate even is re- that repaired. What would you do to it? Then? <laughs> yeah, repaired. Yeah, I, I that. <laughs> You know, I, I, I know, it's been a long time since I've been anywhere near a workshop, and might say thankfully, but um, I don't know how electronic systems develop these days, but would you not expect, you know, could we not expect in our industry, and I know it happens with aircraft, but would you not expect in our industry that if a vehicle goes in for an inspection, that the technician has a view of the previous inspection? Different like systems like you would. Yeah, if yeah. you use something like R2C, you would have yeah. that. Yeah. You would, the you would, digital you could, But whether they do or not is a different... Different but I, I, think, I think with paper systems, they're just starting fresh, aren't they? I think yeah. I think a lot of the time back in the they're going to get it. No, nah, I think they're going in blind, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you wouldn't walk. I, I mean, presumably, again, I'm not a doctor, so I wouldn't have a clue. But when you walk into your doctor's, presumably, what the doctor's staring at on the screen, I've no idea what he's actually staring at. But it could be eBay or something, yeah. or even worse, tractors. Looking at tractors, um, it, I'm presuming he's looking at your medical history. I don't. Know. And, yeah, you'd expect the Absolutely. same for. Yeah. When he looks surprised to see you, that's a worry, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're, 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 you made it this far. Oh, you've had a haircut. <laughs> I didn't expect to see you, you know, <laughs> after the last visit. Okay, fab. So, uh, I think I think it's important just to when you when you do get those service sheets, have a look at and double check the taco calibration date against your record. Yeah, Does it definitely. match? I, I you know, that's your that. opportunity just to. It is worth just going through it line by line, isn't it? it I really is. think. And the problem with an electronic system when the maintenance providers uploaded it. Someone doesn't have to look at it, do they? No. Unfortunately, no, they so, don't. So uh, make sure you are actually looking at them as well, because yeah. they do give you so much information. Yeah, I think you, you know. I know some TMs will like print digital ones off and sign yeah. them to say well, that they've checked. Uh, them previous employer, we, we went for a phase of signing the service sheets when we got them back just yeah. to prove that we'd looked at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I feel like it's that's a little a bit. bit over I, feel, the top. I feel like that's it a little bit overkill. I don't think it's. I don't think that's a requirement. But I think. I think it's definitely. You know, it's your responsibility as a transport manager yeah. to ensure that that service. You'd is want spot. to know your the condition of your vehicles, don't you? Yeah. It, it's so easy, I suppose, with electronic systems to just drag that file and electronically drag that file and drop it into the vehicle's maintenance file without actually opening it and looking at it. That's the danger, well, d- isn't it? To be fair, some are uploaded directly from the work directly well. to the work. Yeah. So as long yeah. as it's a green box. <laughs> Yeah, that's been uploaded yeah, and it's done. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's vitally important to read them. Absolutely, yeah, fantastic. Part and parcel of the transport manager. It is, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, okay, thanks. Uh, I think uh, we're open to feedback. What do you do? You know, what what do you do? What do you look out for? What are your top tips? Drop them in the comments, and uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you very much. See you later.
I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please share with your friends and colleagues too. Join us for free on Facebook with the Fleet Geeks community for transport and fleet managers. Fleet Geeks offers ongoing professional development, networking and mentoring too. So get in touch with me, Pete Rushmer, on any social media platform to find out more.